All right, this is still a bit of a cluster F, but we're going to go through it anyway. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Product Sense. I'm hoping by clicking play on this, we'll actually get the right intro for the rest of the show. Glad you're here. Oh, because he wants to play the end of it. That's good. Yeah, let's do that. Welcome to Product Sense. The show where we talk about our favorite eco-friendly tech products shared on Steam Hunt, a blockchain version of Product Hunt. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble, and we're glad you're here. Wow. I mean, it's a lot. Yikes. It's a lot. Omega yikes. What I, what I need, see, the thing is, what I need is I need to be able to press one button that does turn like a like a rocker switch so i can say press that button and turns the inputs off and then press another button to just like i wonder if there's um hotkeys you can there's no way you can assign you can it program. it's just frustrated it's little space bar <laughs> action little stop start facebook <laughs> yikes yeah it's annoying it's kind of annoying because the the software itself is brilliant like the recorder, the VU meters, everything, all of that stuff is brilliant. But then to be able to hear that audio through the Scotless Wire, people have mixing desks and stuff. I guess it, it, depending on what level you want to go with this, you can like plug in so much stuff to it. But uh, it was a lot easier when it was just through a browser because it was just like, these are your samples at the top, click on that, play, bang, done. It was just easier. Sure. I think that's why, I think that's why somebody probably made it because they just want to be able to be anywhere and be on a laptop and do it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's interesting that it's made for remote uh, podcasting, and it's still better than, or it's still easier than. Yeah. In the same room, who thought it would be easier? Well, it's been engineered, hasn't it? I mean, this is this is engineered by a developer who's like, yes. oh, we do podcasts as well, so we should have like a podcast block for it. But I, I guess it makes sense. I mean, all of the parts make sense. It's just, it'd be nice if when I plug it into the output device. I didn't get any reverb and stuff, but whatever. I wish Anchor would buy Zencaster and then just say, you can use this feature for free if you play the, if we can play these ads. And just go straight through to it. And just everybody be happy. That's all we really want. I don't know. Well, that's all I really want. Well, that's good. I'm glad you get what you want. Welcome the- to Product Sense. Da, 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 it's da. been a long time, but we're here and we're happy about it. At least I am. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, so um, Product Sense, for people who are tuning in for the first time, because people seem to be like listening to a podcast a lot these days. We're famous now. No, not quite. I mean, 72 <laughs> cents doesn't make you famous, but we'll take it. Um, yeah, we haven't, um, although we've been doing our mod work on Steam Hunt, we haven't been actively looking at the products that have been there. After doing it for like six months now, it's kind of stuff comes and goes. You know, you get the odd drone, wheelchair, you've kind of seen one wheelchair, you've seen all of them. Yeah. Um, but there's been a few interesting things that have popped up. I was listening to MSP Waves show probably about a week or two ago, which is msp-waves.com, which is like loads of little radio shows. I can't remember which radio show it was specifically, but they had Project 7 on, which is one of the duo of the team from Steam Hunt. And uh, he kind of dropped this thing about Video Hunt. So I don't know what that is, but it sounds like he kind of said something along the lines of, you know, you'd have somebody who does the video things normally train other people to do it. So you'd have probably five or ten other people underneath you. I think it was a really good idea. And it kind of like, 
I, I haven't seen anything and there's nothing in the updated roadmap. So I don't know if it was just like something they're thinking about or if it was just a little side thing, but it kind of that and other things that I've seen floating around in Discord kind of propelled me to be like, oh shit, come on, get your shit together because Review Hunt is going to be here in February. And I've had an update that it actually might be March now, so it's kind of got pushed back a little bit. But it propelled me to make a little mock-up yesterday called Block Review. And the idea behind that is to connect a bunch of people who are not necessarily high-ranking YouTubers but have got all the equipment. I feel like a lot of people last year bought hardware, Elgato screens, good mics, all this, and were like, I'm going to be the next big YouTuber. And then, like, now we've, like, everybody's getting demonetized. So it's like, oh, shit, I bought all this gear and I'm not doing the thing I want to do. So I truly, truly, truly believe that Steam Hunt, the team, have built something unbeknowing to them could actually be really big this year. And that is for agencies and brands and companies who want to know that they can put some money or buy some hunt tokens into a smart contract and they'll get a hundred reviews from a hundred reviewers, let's just say. Right. So I made a little thing yesterday to try and club together all of these people, all these different reviewers. I feel like that's definitely something the internet needs. And we d we've not really spoke about that because you've, we've been kind of used to the same YouTubers for the last decade. All the ones who are tech reviewers have been around for the last three or four years. But at some point, we're going to need to not necessarily replace those things, but it's just you're going to want to watch somebody else because you kind of know somebody to death. You kind of know them inside out. So... I want to build something that's decentralized for all the up-and-comers, all the new people who are like tech reviewers for their audience, for their kind of age range, for their age group. And I think smart contracts and uh, Steam and Hunt tokens are definitely definitely something that could uh, work. Sorry, I realize you're on your phone. I'll keep going. I'm not. I'm, um, I'm, looking, through our, um, I'm looking through our topics. Oh, well, I, I mean, I've done my topic. What do you want to talk about? I want to dab she's, on this she's, podcast. She's dabbing it. Just Let's dabbed. go. Well, um, no, dabbing. are you? Are you? Um... Am I good to stop talking? Yeah, sure. Is that what? No. I, did what? you say? Did you get through what you wanted to get through? Oh, did I you listen to any of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, good, good, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be one of those uh -huh. You wanted to what? You wanted to jump in, or you you just um, wait for no? Me? I think it's a great idea. I think it's going to. Um, I don't know. I think that's the best part about the steam it. And well, that's the best thing about blockchains is that someone can make something and then somebody can splinter off and build on top of it or build next to it or uh, I don't know. It's just for people like us who like to collaborate and connect the dots. I just I just feel there's a um, one of the roadblocks for Review Hunt to really hit the ground running is that I can't imagine us suddenly having a hundred video reviewers. So we need a conduit between the two. Seeing as I've done that in the past for an agency, yes, it's mm. a long, long time ago, but I know where the roadblocks roadblocks are with that. And one of the biggest ones, or should I say, the the some of the biggest ones are the brand doesn't know you, is trusting the agency, um, payment. How do I get payment? And then also, how do I keep on brand? Mm. You know, so if you have all that tied up in a smart contract, and it's like deliver as a video and when the video passes x y and z we unlock your smart contract we don't have to worry about money and and vat Transfer and tax fees. and all of that shit like globally you could be somebody somewhere globally this is this is the biggest thing that i've always wanted to see on the internet is not just collaboration but people being paid for their time no matter where they are on planet earth and i really dig that yeah about cryptos forget about like oh i'm gonna flip this and i'm, I'm huddling my account it's like no i i woke up this morning and i want to 
I want to do a video about this and I have a certain amount of talent and skill, lighting and equipment I've invested. Like I want to use this for my voice of somebody in Lima, you know, like for, for my contingents, for, for my group of friends, mm. what we want from this product. Because I think what would happen as well, if you think about it, do you have a, at the minute, there's like three or four video bloggers like Justine, I uh, can't remember the other guy and the other guy, but like there's, there's a very hardcore group that get NDA stuff from like Sony for instance right yeah, sure. and they can't release it until the same day but they're the three prolific ones and they and the brands do it because they know that if they get them to push those three videos out on the same day they get like a snowball effect oh it was your one that you watched the oh Julian Solomita Julian. yeah yeah so yeah. like you know that, that that's three very popular ones and I get why Sony and brands like do that it's because it's like for their for their books it's like we have yeah. 20 million views today collective from these groups that's great that's great but that doesn't fix issues with the product. Like there, there'll be a group of people that that got sent out to before they got it. Um, but we, things are getting faster and faster now that actually the reason why they're probably under NDA is because there's bugs in the software and there's going to be a firmware update being pushed. Right. Now think about it. If you have a hundred video bloggers globally around the world who all get like a pre-release version, they could feed back in quicker and be like, ah, I tried this here and did this and whatever and photos here. You could actually create a little economy as well. Imagine you have a hundred video bloggers globally around the world taking photos, taking video. You could put them on a site like Nomad Pictures or Nomad Video, and they can actually make money. Yeah, but like, okay, I have a question about that because that for me, when I watch those videos, that isn't from. It's like an extended ad. It's not really. There, I don't feel like those people really find faults with the thing, and no, that's correct. Even if they do. They see it's like a symbiotic relationship where like the brand gets the exposure from the people who are quote unquote influencers because they have a following, but those people also are able to jump on keywords and hashtags of something that's going to be big that week. So they need to have access, pre-access to that stuff. That's like an addiction in and of itself is those uh, influencers are relying on getting the product so that they can be relevant and have the conversation, right? Because then that's what makes them a tech blogger. So what I what I like my concern is that people don't give an honest review because they're concerned about then Sony taking them off the list. Right. So how do you get around that? You don't get around it. There's no getting around it. Like if you, you're either honest to the, to, to who you are in terms of the hardware or not. I, I work with Nokia and I, I was mad with Nokia that they didn't see that color screens were coming and I got taken off the list. And I was fine with that because I wasn't just going to go to events and kiss everybody's ass. That's, that's a systematic thing that we've got in the in the world is everybody's kissing everybody's else's yeah. ass while the land falling off the, the edge of the planet. Right. But my, my, my point I was going to get at is that having a hundred voices globally saying this, 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 this didn't work or didn't work, you know, like having those be part of the process or if a brand knows a brand and a strategy and a, and a digital, uh, um, the the agency knows that they've got a hundred people, then they can do two things. They can do, do it for unboxing, they can do it for reviews, or they can do it as like the first month before it gets released. Like go, it goes back to the problem I was saying though, is that everybody's like trying to have the best camera Mm. and everybody's pushing new products because hardware's getting faster, smaller, we're having new chips, we have new processes, like printers are getting better, distribution models are getting better. So like the sales guys are selling it for the fuck is finished anyway. That's always going to be the way, always going to be the way. People yeah. are going to sell stuff before it's finished. Yeah. So some of these existing bloggers, you know, people trust them because they're using equipment 
every single day. F- forget which brand it is. At that point, I don't think even people care about the brand. They just look at mm. the person on screen and be like, if if Louis likes it, it's good for Louis, right? And and that's what Sony knows. Sony's like, you've got the audience, like just our brand awareness of Sony being in people's heads, like, oh, Sony's got a new unit. Yeah, that's yeah. enough for most people. But I think this could be like twofold. It could be like, you know, you, you could not only build yourself a... Um, an audience, but even if 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 uh, a brand decided to dip out because they didn't like your review, then I mean that that never happened with us because we weren't streaming it. They send us something like what was called a gold, like a gold master, mm-hmm. which would be like this is what's going to production, but like see if you can find any fault with it. So it was like oh this button fell off after like giving it too much hammer. They'd fix that before the people right, get it right, right. so my point my point is is that if we have more people reviewing it then we won't build inferior products yeah it just depends on when that point when that happens in the process well I think you know what I mean I, th- I think at the moment that it doesn't happen so much in the process because yeah. it's too cumbersome to do yeah yeah like yeah. I, I want a, a hundred people but I want them from all around the world it's like well fucking hell they've all got bank different bank details they've all got like different ways to be paid and mm. like, how do I work out the money rates you know like whereas if you've got a token it's like you want to be part of you want to be part of our like advocate network you mm. pay into it to be part of the network right so you pay a small hunt fee to be part of it which makes people buy your hunt tokens and then the agency or the brand buys hunt tokens through the agency maybe yeah and then they have so much like skin in the game in terms of like, all right, we're looking for 50 people to review this. We're going to send it to you. They've already got logistics locked down for distribution, pretty much. Like mm. all the 100 video bloggers that I knew who got sent Nokia phones every month, they've just it's just an address and they send a bag to send it back in. So that's pretty much yeah, standard yeah, yeah, fare. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that sounds more like beta testing than reviewing. I'm, I'm just saying we can do all of it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying it shouldn't just that's be... Smart shouldn't be just like I mean you could again like I've iterated on it somebody else could iterate on it they yeah, could, yeah. They could do like um, what I would like somebody to go and build is alright after I've found all these tech reviewers build a like an X Factor site right so mm. you've got all these hundred video bloggers on there and people can upvote and downvote and blog about those people this was good this wasn't authentic you know like this yeah, could yeah. be better you know what I mean that that, that builds something where people can get better rather than like I'm following this person for two years until some some drama happens and then I'm just going to follow the next vlogger and that other person then has to pick up their life yeah you know like what what is education and training in, in the 21st 20 seconds well yeah you know? yeah and I, and I you know all of that being like blockchain recorded I would hope that maybe it would be part of kind of ushering in a new a, a, a new, new a new age a new era of um Synergistic. No, stop saying synergistic. Said it twice. Life-changing disruption. Um, no, I think I think I I think that there's nothing that reflects better on a company than somebody who gets like a, a rough review from somebody and they they see it and they take it and they don't take it out on the the reviewer. Like that's such an opportunity for them to up their image in in the view of the regular consumer being like you know, not taking somebody off the list if they were critical, you know, fairly critical. So if that can all be an open process through the blockchain, I think that's really cool. It's just about convincing companies that that's that's a good idea for things to be that open, I guess. Well, it's come a long way for people to even use YouTubers. So, like, I feel... 
I feel like there'll always be wastage in the system and there's always in those environments there's people who are getting given chips for the first time and they're like this can do this now and it's like but we need it in three months time we need it for this event we need it for ces we know panasonic's going to turn up we need we know sony's going to turn up so a lot of these line managers and directors are getting gobs of money thrown at them and be like you know innovate be creative and synergistic and on a whiteboard disruptive yeah all of that shit you know and get the youtubers on board paradigm shifting i mean a lot of those youtubers are not going to diss those brands anyway because they use their brands in their high-end equipment um you know like i know louis has the top flight like alpha 9x's or whatever they are and he knows that and and i think they've given a certain amount of free reign to be like this is not as good obviously as my high range stuff but like for a vlogger getting into it for the first time there's so much stuff out there that's being sold like sold that shouldn't be sold yet but like you can't wait for that stuff luckily that's why a firmware updates came in you know it's like well it'll be all right after the firmware is pushed and we've kind of got that in the tech circle now it's kind of like we know it's going to be better once they've tuned the drivers to it and the biggest problem with that is is you know oftentimes it's not the case of the manufacturer it's sometimes apple or uh, Windows, you know, Microsoft, that haven't got up to pace to integrate. They might have sent them the damn things. A bit like app stores, right? Mm. Where you you do updating your thing and it'd be two weeks before the it's been be reviewed by Apple. Mm. So mm. oftentimes they're just waiting for it to be. And again, it's somebody else's his hand is getting greased to be able to actually go in and do the work. Um, I don't know. I just think it makes everything faster. I think it will make everything faster when, I mean. Japan use it for food already for fish because people were like complaining like where the hell is this fish coming from yeah, like it's made me sick. ill and shit mm. so like having that on the blockchain of oh it was made in you know pulled out of the sea here and it's gone through this manufacturing plant and then it, all of that stuff people say oh people don't need it people have tools now that they never had in their hands before like smartphones can do all kinds of stuff like just building a front end to that and being like yeah this is this has been tracked yeah like it we're talking well, about people's health here that's what i always say about the blockchain like the one thing that i've learned over the past couple of years is that if you give nerds data they will build cool shit with yeah. it yeah, yeah like they will think of a million different ways to remix it to look at it to pick it apart to present it um you know designers will think of like interesting visual ways to show that, that data in all types of different ways so uh uh, but it's about you know getting that aggregating the data, mm. which I know blockchains can help with. So, I mean, hey, why the hell not? Just build it. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So yeah, there's that, and so that's been on my mind quite a bit, especially because we did a special thing for CES, which went really well. Yeah, I was just about to bring CES up actually. It was like a week long. Um, I don't know. I don't there is a word for it i can't think of it i can't think of it when you change the website for a a physical event for a week you call it something i can't think of the name of it but they did it for ces and we had like two or three hundred products submitted and we had a special like ces uh ces hashtag which changed the graphic at the top uh mainly to try and generate some feedback from people tweeting at ces of all the new stuff they'd seen and maybe come across us that way indirectly because they're, they're our audience you know yeah, the, yeah. the geeks and the the nerds at those events seeing new tech for the first time which will end up with all the clone copies uh it just gives material to the other 200 steamians yeah. each day for posting imitation drones yeah it's overwhelming but 
you know, I used to really follow a lot of that a lot more than I do lately. Like, and I don't know, maybe if it's a defeatist attitude that I have because I'm like, well, it must be cool if you have the money for it, but I don't, or like, I don't have the space for it. I don't have the time for it. I don't have the mental energy, but there used to be something that I really used to geek out on and be excited about was like the, just like, it wasn't even about the status of knowing before other people, but it was just, I remember always being really excited about people pushing those boundaries of like what a chip can do what a lens can do what you know well there hasn't been a lot of innovation in the last two or three years like it's just a you know we've made things faster and sharper but we haven't had any i mean yeah look at apple apple have been doing the same kind of design on their phone and everybody's now starting to moan about it like what happened to apple and the prices of shares have fallen through the floor so i think the reason why you haven't seen anything like that is there's nothing that you've been like oh shit i need to check that out like it's a different way of working i think we we're starting to see the promises that we had like for electric bikes they they came out and then we were like the battery sucks that sucks that sucks that sucks and now it's like all right we fixed all those things Mm. like two or three years later we fixed all those things electric bikes are actually cool now and they work properly but i and again that goes back to the the development cycle a lot of these companies run out of money yeah. from the investors before they actually get the damn thing realized. Yeah. And you can't keep doing that because investors are just going to back off and do all this stuff. So It's really interesting where it's interesting like that parabola that forms that like bell curve that forms where really the most money and time and attention goes to the first version which is the shittiest version (laughs) and then you know two three four versions later it's like worlds worlds better than the first version but at that point like a lot of times attention's died off money's died off and it sucks because like there it's a superior product but a lot of that like money time and attention and excitement got spent on you know the first one that had a 20 minute battery life or whatever whatever it is you know Mm. and i wonder if there's a way to flip that you know, like, there's always a way to flip that. Yeah. Um, another thing to mention on top of that was that uh, as part of their New Year's letter, which Steam Hunt wrote, makes them sound very official and government body-like, they they did this thing about... Um, they're talking about preparing this IEO, which I've never heard of before. I've heard of ICOs and things like that, but it's called Initial Exchange Offering. Mm. Um, and this is to list the hunt token in the market during February to March this year so very soon and people got asked it was a blog post that came out like 16 days ago on Steam Hunt at Steam Hunt on uh, Steam It or Steam Peak or, or Busy whichever front end you like to use for the Steam blockchain and it was just asking people what price they think the hunt token is going to come in at mm. and uh, behind the scenes they've also been doing some stuff in the code to limit the amount of tokens you can transfer out to your wallet every day which i think is very smart because we don't just want people like pulling out the lot and dropping it on the market and then just you know leaving everybody else high and dry yeah just like it's no point really what like this is a this has been one of the main things i think has been an issue for crypto for me is that people are like seeing airdrops as like oh free stuff that i can flip because you know we've seen bitcoin fork and then fork again and everybody's like oh i get another chance at it but like that will never come around again i mean yes you could fork it again but like what are we really forking really we're just like forking our minds well yeah if there's no if there's no utility to the fork yeah and we haven't even got going yet steam hunt is part one of three parts right so like i'm thinking like get review hunt really going 
get people who are like on YouTube looking in and going, oh yeah, actually this would work for me. I'm not interested in crypto, but I am a tech vlogger and I am interested in, in holding some of my money in a, in a digital currency. Like I don't care, most of these people don't care what they are. Mm. You know, like who, who, who it is and how fast it is and how much coin there is and how much it sells for. A lot of mm. them just want to have that because some of these tech vloggers can then pay other people in that cryptocurrency, yeah, you know, yeah. to do jobs for them and stuff. So that's up at the minute in terms of your opinion on how much you think token will go for. Do you know for. what the uh, what the consent, like what it is some people say? You don't have to say their names on the podcast, but like what were some of the answers that came through? I don't know if it shows you on the form. No, it just shows you the uh, surveys oh, finished. Please check our announcement. Yeah. I thought people were leaving it in the comments maybe of what their prediction was. Yeah, they've but just... that's interesting. Yeah, they just... Um, yeah, the, 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 just a form that's now closed. So I think they just did it for that like a week or so. Mm. But going back to the CES thing quickly, they um, we shared over two hundred different products from CES that just got launched. Thirteen point three increase in daily active users and a thirty three point seven increase in impressions on our Twitter account. You know, so that that's one of the things that I think Steam Steam Hunt can do really well is that it can rapidly put up an event where normally you would have an event management company like trying to put a like styled set of pull-up banners on the on the on the floor and whereas mm. this you can just like tap into an already existing audience and just like yeah yeah mash it up a bit um so yeah there's, there's that out there the um initial exchange offering uh advantages to various parties and how to participate in one and we've heard of that before as initial coin offering right ICO or ICO which I've heard of which I found all of them scammy to be honest and then IEO the initial exchange offering I've never heard of before so it relies on having an exchange or set of exchanges function as the counterparty developers mint the project tokens which is what Steam Hunt have done with their Hunt tokens mm. and send them to the exchange which which will then sell the tokens to individual contributors for Ether so I don't know. We will see how it all pans out, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see when some of those big companies come on. Well, like, yeah, and it's interesting that there it's contingent on there being an exchange signing on because I feel like that's a little bit more of a layer of protection against people who could otherwise get, you know, taken for a ride with scammy ICOs and things like that, you know. Mm. They, you know, you put up like a a landing page that took somebody a day and a half to to pop up and then all of a sudden you have a coin but if you have an mm. IEO where you know there's a the requirement that a an exchange a reputable exchange has to accept you then i feel like you're already you know you have to have something <laughs> you can't just be a theoretical built on top of a theoretical built on top of a theoretical well wonderful <clears throat> wonderful things about blockchains and it is mathematically like there has to be a period of time that's passed to be able to produce the emission of those tokens yeah, yeah. right so i think it's more legit than printing fucking money for the fed you know like yeah, it just yeah. it, it just makes more sense from a from that point of view especially if the exchange has gone through all the regulatory stuff you know that's that's why steam hunt have, have, have approached a tokenomics company that knows more about tokens than they do right uh, and, and, you know, like, even if you don't know a lot about technology, the idea of a token makes so much sense to me. Like, mm. instead of, like, legal paperwork of, like, you own this, like, owning, like, for instance, some art in an art gallery and having a smart contract that ties that physical 
entity with me right as, an as the artist yeah i just think that makes so much sense in terms of like optimizing that whole experience of like trading owning physically owning something right um and it's fast you know like if i want to trade that with somebody or i want to have a portfolio of that you know they're 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 digitally crypti- cryptographically signed contracts right is way better than what we've got now no i mean well we were watching something we were were watching ozarks where the guy one guy is like i own your strip club now why because i am holding the piece of paper that says so and that that moment like just really that moment just kind of like really broke my brain especially the difference between you owning something and me owning something in the analog world is if it's physically in your hand or physically in my hand Mm. and that doesn't really mean anything to me and that paperwork was a clip art special wasn't it It yeah the certificate of ownership or something yeah Yeah. canva pro account under deeds template (laughs) All right, we're like, so we're about half an hour in. So we're going to move on to some eco hunts. So yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to bring up yours. Um, okay, I have, I have some picks. So as I'm like modding, I try to go through. Mm-hmm. And if I see something that catches my, my eye and makes me want to, uh, you know, not uh, slam my head against the table, I yeah. keep it in a special list. So this one's called Planty Square. And aside from the name being adorable... Um, I, I just have a soft spot for anything that is um, that encourages people to cook, um, grow things at home. Mm. So this is like another iterate. We've seen a million of these like different little modular pot systems. Um, they're like good for urban growing and things like that. Uh, it's made from plastic, which is a downer, mm. big time. Mm. Um, but you can see the little gifts that they use. They ha- it's like this little modular system. You can snap them together and they take up like almost no space. Mm. So I always have like little things like that in the, in the back of my mind. And I, I, as much as it's like a downside that it's made of plastic, I think there's something so valuable, more than the value that you get out of the actual food. There's a value in growing your food and having that type of relationship with what you put in your body, other than just an exchange of like, like if I go to the shop and I pay with Apple Pay on my phone, I'm not even exchanging anything real for this food. And that I think that changes... How changes we, your relationship with it massively, exactly, yeah. Exactly, So, whereas, you know, of course I work for that that money and, and that money is theoretically in an account and, and what's connected to my phone is connecting to that account. But, like, there's so many degrees of separation between me and something that I'm putting in my body. I much prefer the relationship where... I've had something, I've tended to it, uh, I've watched it grow, and uh, I think if more people grew their food, we'd have a, a lot less of a waste problem also. Maybe. So just like, even if, even if it's like a little project, obviously this little gif is like showing basil. Nobody's living on basil unless you got some kind of <laughs> serious pesto production situation, but... Um, I think it's really, I think it's really cool, and I think it's good for kids too to learn. Mm. You can find it on Steam Hunt, searching Planty Square. Yeah, Planty Square. Planty Square, Planty Square. And then I didn't even plan this, but the next one's called Snoozy Box. Yeah, but when you finish with your basil, you can go and get in your Snoozy Box. You can go in your Snoozy Box. It's a portable pod designed to be used anywhere. It's kind of sick. It literally looks like, uh, it looks like a massive if. 
a massive key from your keyboard that was just popped out and planted on some land. It literally is like a little cube. Mm. And uh, you got some hipsters inside playing a ukulele and some succulents hanging. But aside from that, um, I think that these are really perfect for... Like, I could just see a plot of land with, like, 30 of these on there and all Airbnb'd out. Mm. Like a little eco-village. I don't reckon you'd I don't reckon you'd be too snoozy in there. I reckon you'd be like stupid awake. Really? Well, if you scroll down a little bit, there's like a guy who's rolling out like a fabric. Yeah. I can just imagine some drunk at a festival sticking their fist through the sides of the damn thing. That's like, true. If it, if I don't know, if you can get it, I, it seems temporary festival wear to me, rather than like something that I could live in for years. Mm. So but maybe just like an upgraded glamping I, tent situation. I'd love a version of that that was a little bit more built out, like slats all the way around the edge. Okay. But uh, I, I love the design. I love the styling of it. I think it's cool for festivals and stuff. I presume you can just like unpack it and undo it. Uh, I'm sure they rent them out. Yeah, it's called, they're calling it the Mobile Hotel Revolution. No. So... <laughs> Nobody wanted a mobile hotel revolution. Well, oh, and look, you can set up four of them and put a tent in the middle. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's cool. I have a modular fetish. Maybe. But, um, and it shows how they can be, like, skinned out with advertising and everything. My They're concern, course, but... my, my alarm bells go off when one of the images uh, shows a, a heater awkwardly, like, placed in the middle of the floor. Like you can see that they're not they're not warm, or like they're worked out afterwards that we're not warm. That's the door. That's the heater with a pipe. <laughs> it's like they're freezing in here, but don't worry, we've got you covered. Like well, it's better than a tent, wouldn't you say? It is, but like don't call it a hotel revolution because <laughs> it's not a fucking hotel revolution. Even in hotels, they don't have heaters in the doorways like that. What about this large I.O. one that's like a double wide for a workspace? Yeah, I, I think they're great. I think the design's fantastic. I think they collapse really easily and they can assemble them really easy. I think from a design aesthetic, they're amazing. Yeah. I love the LED lighting in there. I'm sure you put a solar panel on. I think in a couple of years it'll be more of a formed... But it ain't no hotel revolution. So whoever the PR guys is... Well, you know. All right, well... Swap it out for somebody else on Upwork. Let them know in the chat box. They have a live chat on their website. There you go. Um, and then we have another one called, um, gosportsart.com. Okay. Really, the company's name is Sports Art. This is just, like, a no-brainer, like, idea. Mm-hmm. Where it's a concept of a gym that is powered by people exerting energy on the machines. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, like, your average treadmill, your, uh, stationary bike, your elliptical... Those things are feeding power into into the grid instead of taking away from the grid. What? He's shaking his head. I just can't what? stand anything that starts with change the world one workout at I'm, a time. Okay, fine. But like let's let's accept it as a concept that someone can make a better version of. I mean look yeah, it, but it's don't, called but sports art. Sure, sure, but don't 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 use the climate and the environment and almost guilt trip me to say that, you know, if you weren't doing workout before, now you can do workout and change the world one workout at a time. Yeah. Like, come on. You've had too many lattes. Get Power a, bo- a movement. <laughs> but 
You see, I've seen so. Okay, here's the problem, right? And this is what we were talking about the other day. It was legacy. If I didn't had no legacy at all about products, about sure. exercise machines, about things that were gonna change the world and never did, if I had none of that stuff in my head, I wouldn't question it for one minute. Right. Okay. So my so uh, my daughter wouldn't question this. She'd be like, "I'm changing the world." Okay, fine. But. Don't you don't you think that there's value? This is not for. I don't think they're marketing this toward people to just have in their apartment in New York City and then expect free, free uh, electricity. I think it's more for gyms, because you're supposed to chain up to six of them together, right? And that you're goes into to. one. Yeah, it goes into one grid. So I think it's a debt. Like we always talk about making eco products make sense for for businesses. How easy of a sell is it to walk into a gym and be like? You, want, you need to have these machines anyway. You want to lower your electricity bill? Bang. Mm. Like that's something that makes sense to somebody who doesn't give a damn about the rainforest or the oceans or the bunny rabbits in the fields. I'm just in, I'm interested in. Um, I think I think absolutely, it makes it's a no brainer in terms of if you're working out and expending energy somewhere, yeah. then putting that into a system is good. The only thing I will say is that energy company we have a weird thing where we try and do a good thing in the world and the energy company will get pissy about the fact that their energy bill has gone down and they'll be like what, what have you done to make it more efficient you know like we don't celebrate that the energy company ends up putting the price up or doing something different mm. because they're not making as much profit anymore you know like so we do we treat we treat eco we treat eco in a really strange way like we've constantly kept it, it you know I don't know why we do it because it nothing more fulfilling for a human being to be able to like I exercise I did this I helped a lady cross the road yada 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 you know karma right. like I feel good for your human being right, right. like I, those stats you see those stats like apparently that comes up on the machine where it's like hey the energy that you expended doing this workout is equal to two and two and you know point one two liters of gasoline or you know yeah, look. a thousand hours of light bulb energy and i think training people in that way of being like oh everything does have a cost everything does like go somewhere um i yeah. like that I, I like it don't get me wrong i like it i mean if if it gives me more data then that's great um yeah but yeah. the tagline is awful i just i mean I know. Well, yeah. Everybody's, everybody <laughs> wants to change the world in the way that they want to change the world. I understand that. Like, um, sports art, the green fitness company. I mean, it's an angle. It's an angle. Benefit of the planet, providing a new layer of meaningfulness to breaking a sweat. I just like it. It's They need to fire their marketing company. That's all I have to say. I think... I'd be interested to know how much power you actually produce in these things. Because what if, okay, what if you, what if you were able to link that to your Fitbit or something like My Fitness Pal, where you were able to literally be go down to the level of saying, I, on the way to the gym, I stopped and I ate a 500 calorie chocolate muffin from Starbucks. That energy went into my body, and I was able to because of that, I was able to produce this much energy back into the system like i just really love that whole cyclical even, thinking even better than that when you get that display that workout progress at the bottom of it the company downstairs that sells your favorite like breakfast brunch or coffee advertises in that app depending on how much i work out is tokens in their token yes. economy and at the end of the week i get a free muffin because yeah. i've reduced their electricity bill yes that's what i'm talking about i would run for my muffins 
I, uh, if I know I'm going to get a free muffin at the end of the week, you're going to best believe For I'm going to work burrito it out. Or like a baller ass smoothie. What if you just plugged it directly into the smoothie machines? That would be insanity. Directly into the blenders. No, no, because you want to. You want your smoothie, bitch. You better run. <laughs> <laughs> you better charge this generator, fam. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I just want to know where my energy goes. Besides. You know, I want to oh, know where my energy goes. Where the people are. Yeah. So fine. I mean, you didn't like the marketing. That's fine. But uh, you I know, think it's a good idea. It is a good idea. I just hope it's it's well executed. You know. Sure. Sure. We have time for another one, or what? What are we saying? I have uh, one more. Yeah, we can do one more. Yeah, we can do one more. This is really cool because of a lot of reasons. It's called Hollow Builder. Okay. It is a way for. Um, construction companies to show their progress as things are being built through VR. So it's, I mean, I'm really not smart enough to understand all of the particulars, but it's a little like iPad modular uh, thing. It's got a camera and it obviously works on smartphones because it's connected to everything. Mm. Um, And it says, view projects as if you were on site. Your pictures are organized by location and time, allowing you to walk the site as if you were there. Experience it for yourself. Uh, with this great customer example, so it then shows examples. But I think for, I know in the States we have a big, big problem of taxpayer money being just completely thrown down the toilet mm. because mm. Uh, people have contracts with certain construction companies and then those construction companies say, well, this we have this contract for this long, like, let's just milk it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Just from a taxpayer perspective, if you were if you were to like link this data up and have it available to everyone and on the blockchain, and be able to see, okay, you know, in my town they're building in a new library, and people could log on and see actually see the progress, and there be an accountability. This is just like a kind of a piece of a bigger idea that I I kind of had. I don't think this in itself solves all the problems, um, but if you made using the system a requirement. In order to get the bid, especially for governments, because that's people's, you know, taxpayers' money, um, I think that would be that would be really awesome. Yeah, it's in it, terms it, of accountability, you know. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that that probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that piece of hardware there. So that Ricoh 360 camera has right. come has come down to a size and a price that makes the building this software. It makes it work, you know, without... Is it the type of camera that, like, you set it down and it does, like, a... No, you can hold it, on like own? he's got there, look. Okay. So it's got a camera on one side and one yeah. on the other and does 360 because of it, so... Um, I, I have seen something like this before in Nottingham, similar to this, mm. where, actually, the construction company used it more to check that have workmen walking around all day and the camera actually on their heads. Oh, wow. And so they have, like, 10 people doing different... Uh, for apartments... Because apartments get worked in different times, you have an electrician in, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, you have to do and they it in actually order. they actually use it for asset management, so they can see if there's like a wooden floor, you know, pile have been left in the front room, and they can go and jump into each camera at the end oh. of a day and be like, there's no wooden slats there. Like, did they get delivered? So they can. Okay. Yeah. So okay. so I mean, they say from a if you see up here, it says uh, document time by more than reduced documentation time. So right. most most of the times with with a site, it's documenting all of those like granular things. Right. Like, did the lighting get done? Did this get done? Can I show such and such around this one now? It's been made up, you know, mm. because that's the biggest problem is getting in touch with the actual people on the ground doing it. So right. Yeah. I mean, again, I like this because it's efficient. Yeah. It's efficient use of something, somebody's time. Right. You know? 
Um, right. And materials, you know, I'm sure a lot of materials go to waste because of a wrong order or something gets broken or dropped or, you know, anything else. It's, I think it's really important to, uh, to be, I don't know. I think, I think if people would want to be involved in that if they could be you right. know, just as a regular Joe and maybe I'm not a construction worker. So that may feel maybe like extremely intrusive and just like, let me do my job and leave me alone. Mm. Um, but if I've learned anything from like the internet and what we have available, it's like, it's never a matter of if people are interested in it, it's, is it there? And then they will be interested in it. You know, like I like the idea of just that data being open when it comes, especially when it comes to construction. And it made me, see, maybe it makes me seem like I'm biased against construction workers, but in certain places, like there's like so much scamming and so much. Uh, exploitation going on well I mean at the end of the day something like this it can make or break a development you know like again it comes down to what we said earlier on it can run out of money you know you might have a great idea and you want to build a hotel but you want to have the hotel built by whatever the timeline is right and you've got to be up and running and having customers in it by a certain time and especially nowadays because every country in the world every super city in the world is vying for everybody else's business yeah so, yeah, I mean that's it. It's a, it's, a, it's literally a time management thing. Yeah, right. And, and if you were to crowdfund building something, like I think with crypto, it's going to be easier than ever mm-hmm. to crowdsource building something for your city or for your town without even having to wait for the government to allocate tax money for it. Well, you always have somebody like you always have somebody to grease their hand for the for the actual land to build on. Oh yeah, that's true. But you know, if you have a bunch of investors, like what what easier way is there to be like show progress reports? You know, this mm. is what's going on. This is how it's this how it's going. This is where we're at. You know, on a granular level. So that's why I liked that one. I thought mm. it was a good idea. And like you said, it's efficiency, and it it um hopefully will help reduce waste. Yeah, massively. And time waste. So. Mass- massively, I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's um, some good picks there. Thanks. I have I have a couple more. You know, I I have a little bit of a backlog since we we kind of came into the year. Yeah. Adjusting to the year, but um. Well, we can put them in next week. We're at forty five minutes, yeah. so I think we should close this one out. All right. Um, they were good. I enjoyed those. Cool. I was I like, I like debating them with you because I think we, you know, we see things kind of from opposite sides sometimes. Yeah. So where things like are really cool to me, you may have a grievance with, or vice versa. Oh, or... I've always got a grievance with something. I know. It just comes in my age, Biza. Grievance token. <laughs> Grieve, grievous token. It's an IGO. It's an initial grievance offering. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, I'm going to play the outro now, I think. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm forward slash product sense and clicking support this podcast or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. You can subscribe to product sense wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can hang out with us on discord by visiting smarturl.it slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.